This is Jake and Smallwood, and you're listening to the Steve Dangle Podcast. everybody is this thing on i hope it works uh this is steve dangle of the panicle pizza steve dangle podcast young jesse blake asked me to record an intro so this is this is what i'm doing i'm, I'm doing it with my face in the phone i'm in uh, my uh, blue room in uh famous oshawa ontario home of the generals it's nice uh how are you how was your holiday how was your new year? I hope it was good. I hope you weren't that hungover. Um, this is a good tip for those of you who are new to hangovers. Water, that, that much is obvious. And bananas. Don't ask how. It just works. Trust me. Water and bananas. Uh, what, what do we got going on? What has happened? Oh my goodness. We had the winter... Cl- no, we didn't. We had the Centennial Classic. That was fun. Oh my God. Got to do the alumni game. Got to talk to... Geez, some names I remember from my childhood, Dmitry Yushkevich, uh, Brian McCabe, Dave Anderchuk, and obviously my dad, um, to go along with my other dad, James Reimer, Felix Potvin. Uh, it was awesome. And, and you can see uh, some of those clips up on sportsnet.ca on my blog there. Um, should have another video or blog uh, coming out because I got more quotes from those guys uh, than I could possibly use in that video. And obviously, the Leafs were doing really well, and then they were doing really poorly, and then they won the thing. So, uh, we were all happy about that. Um, the World Juniors, I wanted to say a quick note about the World Juniors before I actually let you get into the good, enjoyable stuff, um, instead of my stupid rambling ass. Uh... So, a lot of people were dumping on Montreal because, oh, it was so poorly attended, the Canada-Czech Republic game. Now, I think they did a good job of building up the World Juniors over the years, but how did they build it up? Well, they had some classic games over the years. Canada versus the States was a big one for a very long time. Canada versus Russia is a heated rivalry. Canada versus Sweden was maybe a little bigger a couple years back, but it's still pretty large. But they never quite built one with Finland. Definitely not the Czech Republic, Slovakia. I kind of think for a lot of world junior fans, because again, you guys are the top 1% who listen to this, but I think it's more casual fans um, that the world juniors depend on. And it's hard to get people jacked up for, hey, you want to go watch Canada beat the Czech Republic? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Name three players on that team. You can't do it. Um... But I, I hope you enjoy the World Juniors. I hope you enjoy the Leafs' five-game... I don't know. I don't know. You might hear this, and the Leafs will have lost. So, I mean, I mean I'm not, I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to dangle jinx it. I'm not going to say Ovechkin's going to score six points and hit a 1,000. Oh, my God! I think I just need to let Jesse take it from here. Thank you so much, Steve. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. That was Steve Dangle of the Steve Dangle Panago Pizza, Steve Dangle Podcast, and of Sportsnet.ca, and of YouTube, and of Twitter, and Instagram, and wherever else you can find Steve Dangle. That was him. And he recorded a little message for the Dangle Navy 
with a little take on the World Juniors. And I really appreciate you taking that uh, time out of your day to do that for me, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, as you can tell, my parents have left me. It's producer Jesse all alone in the studio. They tasked me with putting together a best of episode for you guys, and that's what I've done. So that's what you're about to hear. You're going to hear uh, us ripping the Steve Forrest James Reimer figurine. You're going to hear Nick Kiprios uh, telling a story about the China Club, Mark Messier turning down Steve, Narcity Listicles, What's Up in Livage, Bobby Nixberger, and a whole bunch of great, amazing clips from Fall 2016 Panago Pizza podcast. You're going to hear another one of these best ofs on Thursday. And I apologize if I sound a little stuffed up and a little low on energy because I'm very sick right now and I'm powering through this. And hopefully we can get to this these clips soon so I can stop talking. But first, I have to mention that January 14th, January 14th, we are invading London, Ontario for another hockey night in cinema. That's not this Saturday. It's next Saturday. So there might be still room to get some tickets. I'm not sure if the tickets are already sold out. Well, it's a free event. If all the tickets are taken already, but hit up Eventbrite or Steve's Twitter. If you go on Eventbrite and just search up Hockey Night in Cinema, it'll pop up and you'll see it and check to see if there's any more tickets if you want us, if you want to see us in London. Um, we really want to have you out there. We love these events. It'll be great. It'll be a great time. There'll be lots of free pizza, and we'll watch the Leafs play. Uh, I, sorry, I got a little distracted because it's 2-1 Leafs. Yes! Who just scored? I'm sorry. That's not good radio. But someone just scored. Leafs versus Washington, and I'm so happy. Um, so we're going to get into this best of. Oh, no one's here to stop me to do some hot takes. So... Austin Matthews is the second best player in the NHL behind Sidney Crosby. I learned that on Saturday during the Centennial Classic when he scored that OT winning goal. Um, no one else is in this room, so my take must be correct. Austin Matthews, second best player in the NHL. I love him. Here are the best of clips. I'm just going to let him run through. I'll see you on Thursday, everyone. Go Leafs. When he plays his first NHL game... People are going to want a Matthews jersey, and they're going to want to know what freaking number to have on it. Mm-hmm. Better be 34. It better be 34. I, I sure hope it is. So 34 can finally be elevated to the level of excellence where it should have always been. You know how many Leaf fans want to buy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of James. You do have a Rhymer jersey, right? No. You don't? No. What kind of fan are you? He has lots of dangle jerseys. I bet he does, yeah. He's got a couch made of a dangle jersey. It's a chair. How long you played for the Leafs, Steve? <laughs> My whole life. Now that's a jersey foul. Yeah. You know James Reimer? How is that a jersey foul? It's a jersey foul no. for you personally. How, I have a James like Reimer. not having a Doug Gilmore jersey. I have a James Reimer hockey figure that I paid $60 for. Don't you tell me I don't have a James Reimer jersey. Did you pay for that at the height of the James Reimer market? Like, it's a rare jersey. Uh, no, it's a rare figure. They only made a certain number of. Don't laugh at me! Paid, and my feelings! You paid $60 I'm sure, for a I'm sure everybody's going to want that. I paid for it! That With all the money I saved and all the free shit I've got at him! <laughs> What? The fruits of my free shit getting labor! Why did you pay so much? Eat it! Why did you pay so much? Because I love him! Jesse. And now he's gone! Jesse, you know, when the day you comes. You think I don't know that? When the, well, when the market on James Reimer. <laughs> Rare 
Adam lost Here's, it. Your boat's coming in, Steve. <laughs> so when you resell that in 15 years and you make back your $60, <laughs> it's going to be good. So I can't wait to get your wedding invite, Adam, and just respond, go fuck yourself. I can't wait. I can't wait. Do you, any, do you own any other expensive figurines? Uh, I have a Darby Henderson <laughs> rare figurine. Darby Henderson! Darby Henderson did not just sign a five-year contract with the Florida Panthers! How much did it, your uh, Matt Stajan figurine cost? I don't have a Matt Stajan figure. He Matt is Stajan still something. playing, by the way. He's had a hell of a career. Don't you sully the name of Matt Stajan. Was that $45? <laughs> no. I'd pay more than that. I got this wicked Dimitri Christage card. <laughs> By the way. Did you get did a you... Matt Finn one? Yeah, no. Oh, good one. Good one. He never even played in the NHL, Jesse. Steve. <laughs> do you want to tell do you want to tell the class about your oh, latest yeah. purchase? <laughs> what? Do you want to tell the class about your latest purchase? You can do it in the Ultimate Warrior voice if you want. <laughs> My latest purchase? You're, you're your, your doll. You didn't buy that. It's not a fucking doll. <laughs> your it's a figure. It's a doll. It's a figurine. You didn't, you didn't buy your latest one. Yeah, I did. Oh, I thought your mother picked that one up. Oh, the card? The Phil Kessel card? Oh, this is card. Yeah, she got me. Yeah, like Oh, she got you Phil Kessel card. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. Cute little Acceptable. Mom. Totally acceptable. <sighs> I bought a Josh Donaldson figure. Uh-huh. And I also bought a Team North America Aaron Eckblad figure from Toys R Us, which was, the, which I wasn't that embarrassed to do until they asked me if I wanted a gift receipt, <laughs> which I did not need because I was not giving this to a child. I was giving it to myself. <laughs> These two figures combined, by the way, were less than sixty dollars. I was going to say, how much did you pay for your not rare Aaron Eckblad? They were twenty dollars each. Why Aaron Eckblad? Uh, because I, uh, you know, you know my weird thing that I do, where I have a picture with someone and then I put the figure underneath yeah. them. I have a picture with Aaron Eckblad. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. So, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Fuck you. So Fuck you both. Steve, Fuck you both of you. Steve paid for a, uh, a rare... <laughs> Steve just threw his at me. A rare James Reimer figurine. But the not rare, only gonna wear this jersey once, Aaron Eckblad probably going to the Hall of Fame. I know that's a bit early. That's not how rarity works, Adam. They only made a certain amount of the fucking things. What about that? Oh, you get. Go, go ahead and try to go buy a James Reimer figure. Think, oh, are they hard, hard to find? Yeah, that's why it's so expensive. I think the Fuck point. You. I, I think there's a lot of people looking for them. I think that's the point. Is desirability. I Steve. think James Reimer's <laughs> mo- mother, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. aunt, uncle. Hey there, Dave. Steve Dangle. Hey there, Fest Chuck. <laughs> That's like you the, guys are bullies, is you, what you are. You could not go much lower than that, by the way. That's, that's a hell of a name to call somebody. I have a, good a Vesa Toscola figure that I bought for four dollars. Don't you tell me uh, that's that worth you can't it. Go lower no, than no, that. I no calling me Festchuck. I said that's a hell of a oh, name to call someone. Oh, right, right. <laughs> the Vesa Toscola at four bucks, I'd be like, yeah, it's a pretty square I'd, deal. I'd buy that and then give it to Steve. Yeah. If I didn't have that figure, I would buy it again today. 
I would. The James Reimer one? Yes. <laughs> how, how? Okay. What's the how, what's the max you would pay for a that? A thousand dollars. I don't think I've seen Jesse laugh like this in a long that time. That is the definition of fuck you money. I would buy it for a thousand dollars just to say fuck you to the above you. How dare you? How dare you? It's James. It's my James. It's Jim. It's my Jim. Jimmy. <laughs> and by the way, April, if you're April Reimer, if you're listening, and we know you have, from time she to has time. turned this off long ago because I have just been swearing for at least ten minutes I'm, now. I'm sure she's heard all those words before. Let me just say that none of this is an indictment on James Reimer, the person or the player he was for the Leafs. He should have always been the starter, but. I don't even know if James Reimer would pay $60 for his own figure, man. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Because he would give that to, like, starving kids or some charity because he was an amazing human Well, being. so they could eat it. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I'm sure he'd give that to a starving child. Here, here's... here's <laughs> kids are going to eat money. Or a figure. Whatever you were saying. Would he give them a framed picture of himself, too? And be like, here, look, I know you're starving. He's not, not letting that go. He's not, he's not, he doesn't have pictures of himself in his trunk that he signs for $20. He's a magic angel robot from Winnipeg. And if they weren't in the Atlantic Division, I would be cheering for the Florida Panthers to win a Stanley Cup. Just to show you what's what. Just show you what's what. I can't wait until James Rivers is a Stanley Cup champion. I can't fucking wait. He was close with the Sharks. If they had him and Nett instead of Jones, they would have won. I know that's not true. But I said it. Fuck. Okay, if you keep moving around the mic like that, people are going to shut off the show. (laughs) (laughs) People are still listening. (laughs) That was very, very... You know, we haven't had a good one of those, like, I think all summer. We've always had people on. We've been very well behaved. Yeah, because you guys were pretending to be my friends all summer. (laughs) Steve bought a new doll. We should bring this Yeah, it arrived from Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Daniels was very impressed. Toys R Us. That you're still getting packages from Toys R Us. Max Pacioretty figure. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it because it's got to go in the room. Because he's met Max Pacioretty. I met him and I got a picture with him. Is that a reason to need a doll of a person? It is. And I tell you what, I counted how many dolls I had the other day just so I could tell you guys. Oh, oh I can't wait to be told off by how many dolls you have. <laughs> No, because I just want to see how much you'll judge me. Because you were judging me so much by having like two the last show. Well, Do you want to know how many I actually how many have? How you actually have? I want you to take a guess. I'm going to say 20. 43. 43. Survey says 46. Oh, wow. Wow. And those are the ones that I've paid for. I have a couple other if free each ones. of those dolls... Each of those dolls was... Glad you asked 20 that. bucks. <laughs> You're almost talking. That's eight hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, almost a thousand dollars in. No, that's nine hundred and twenty dollars. Forty three. Oh, I said forty three times twenty. My oh yeah. No, I guess. Don't <laughs> don't uh, multiply it by your wrong answer. Sorry. Although sh- really close to right answer. <laughs> answer and then and. So some of them were less than twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. A couple were more. So I would say twenty is a decent average. So yeah, we're closing in on about a thousand dollars. I thought it was interesting. We got we we did get That's a bunch of people tweeting us about. There was a lot of a lot of support for you last episode about how much you paid for that limited edition How's James Reimer. Yeah. Now I say it's limited edition because there's lack of an audience who would want to buy a James mm-hmm. Reimer. Reimer. Not doll. how it works. <laughs> 
sort of how it's lit. If there's only a hundred people who buy it, and you're only making a hundred, then you put limited edition on it, so those hundred people want it more. Now on Amazon, that James Reimer thing is one hundred twenty-eight dollars. Did you know that? Yeah, I did because the fine people of Twitter showed me that. And I saw a few people who were selling it for less than what I paid. $20. Yes. Most, though, were about what I paid or more. So shove it! <laughs> shove it, Adam Wilde and Jesse Blake! Now, does that mean we should shove it, Jesse? Uh-huh. Or does that mean there are just a lot of people who don't make sense out there? I think it means that we make much better financial decisions than, than many, many out there. Yes. And you almost many bought William Nylander's jacket! I, I did, but I didn't. Did I? You thought Mr. About it. Toys R Us. You would have looked good in that jacket. I would have. That would have been a good purchase. You can't wear a James Reimer figurine. Once upon a time. Well, you could. But you could feed, feed some starving kids with it. You could do. I bet you could sell it and then take the proceeds and use the funds to buy food for children. I'm sure. That's what I meant. I didn't mean have the kids made into food, Sweeney Todd. Damn it. One time, I opened a pack of hockey cards, uh-huh. and I found a card that I'd never, I'd never seen this type of card before. It was Mark Savard on it, but the entire card was yellow. Hmm. The entire card was yellow, and there was just like an outline of him and the writing. And what I discovered was this was actually, actually a printing plate card. So what Upper Deck will do is they will take the plates that they use to make cards. Wow. They have, like, I think, I can't remember what the color scheme is. It's four four colors. It's like yellow, red, blue, and something else. I got the yellow one. And he was with the Bruins at the time, so it made it extra cool. And that also meant that card was a one of a kind. And you know what I got on eBay for that card? $60. I got a free James Reimer figure. How much money did you spend on useless Tim Hortons hockey cards? Those were only a dollar a pack. How much? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. A hundred dollars? No, not a hundred dollars. Fifty? No, not fifty dollars. Probably. More. Probably fifty. No, We actually had somebody tweet us and say, I spent two hundred bucks. Oh, my shit. You know what? Probably fifty bucks. Yeah, right around there. Because every day you'd come in here with like four packs, and that lasted for like. Steve, a month. I think I think rather than making fun, I think it's time to acknowledge that you have a problem. Yeah, that you have a problem. And what's that? Are Shitty we, friends. Should we do this now? Do I, we were planning on having an intervention. Yeah. Again. So I mean, I've got my I've got my note written up down here. Mm-hmm. In and what ways does my doll collecting hurt you, Adam? <laughs> Let me know. I just worry about your future children. Who they will have so many toys when when they're on hoarders with you. Uh, I'm so won't be allowed to play yeah, with any of they them. Be, they're gonna be playing with plastic boxes and like. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm just gonna get thirty cats, collect those two, and just have them ruin my life. I'm gonna be Will Ferrell from the Lego Movie. Yeah, I'm gonna have a house of toys and let my kids play with none of them. None of them. That's a good twist ending, by the way. I like it that. was a good twist uh, ending. Yeah. If like they it. did dream sequence, I would have sh- killed somebody. Anybody does dream sequence, I would. That was the worst part about Batman versus Superman. Was the best part was a damn oh dream sequence. Oh my god, that movie was awful. <sighs> it's like, I, oh, the scene is so badass. Batman versus Superman and the soldiers, the shooting, and then dream sequence. Not interested. Can I tell you this one China Club story? 
Tidomi's book, by the way, is full of them. Oh, I got a great one. I got a great one. Okay, so I'm with the Washington Capitals. And the place to be in New York in the early 90s was the China Club in the basement. For reference, right. I'm pretty sure this is where the Dave Chappelle, Rick James sketch happened. Oh. Happened in the China Club. Okay. <laughs> this is a place where Bruce Springsteen will walk in, have a few drinks. Next thing you know, he's jamming downstairs. Like that stuff happened all the time. So we got an off night the next, an off day the next day that I'm in with the Washington Capitals and we all like, boys, we got to go to the China Club, right? We got to go to the China Club. So there's like 10 of us go to the China Club on a Monday night. That was the hot night, Monday night. So we get there. There's a bit of a lineup, but, you know, big bouncer, you know, Washington Capitals. Yeah. Not impressed, right? Mm-hmm. He says, okay, uh, you know, we'll let you know. So we're all kind of just standing around. So now it's like half an hour, nothing. Uh, you know, go back to him. We're going to get in. Yeah, you're, you're going to get in. You're going to get in. Just hold on, guys. So the NHL team. Hour, hour, nothing, right? And then uh, finally, Dale Hunter goes, "Boys, let's let's grease them up." So we're all pitching in like oh. 40, 50 bucks. No, right. no. Grease, like money grease, yeah. right? I was like, yeah. oh my God. We're not beating up any bouncers, okay? We're even smart enough. We're like greasing up. So like we got like 500 bucks to give this bouncer early 90s, right? So he takes the money, no problem. He says, don't worry, I'll get you in. Wait another 15, 20 minutes. Finally we get in, right? Hour and a half, and we think we're like the cat's meow in there. You know, we're in the China Club. Woo! All right. So years later, I get traded to the New York Rangers. Right. And of course, you're with mess. Slide right in. No problem. Table. He's the man. He's the man. So then we're sitting around the table. Same bouncer comes down and he says, Moose, I got the St. Louis Blues outside. He goes, he looks at his watch and goes, Another 40 minutes. Oh my God! That's so impressive! Oh, that's power! That's so crazy. What that's season crazy. was that? What season was that? That was uh, the year Mask uh, got traded from Edmonton to. Uh, to New, York? to New York. That was yeah. the first year. Jesse, I want you to look up the list of players Messier made wait. <laughs> <laughs> right? Go look up his first year in New York. It might have been Brandon Shanahan. It would be the 93 St. Louis Blues? Yeah. So, so yeah. it would have been Brett Hall, yeah. Al McInnes, Chris Pronto, <laughs> Curtis Joseph. <laughs> Curtis Joseph, yeah. That's amazing. Oh. And he just said, who else, who else? Who else we got? Uh, we got Kevin. He goes, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That was a good team, too. Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, now, yeah. was wow. this the night before a game or after? 
Oh gosh, you're killing me right now. <laughs> no, no. It's great because you know, if you're playing yeah. the next day, you oh, go, yeah. well, I know they didn't even get in until like 1130. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm going to, I'm going to assume it was after. I but. would assume that St. Louis probably had an off day the next day. Right. That's my guess. Anyways. That is very But funny. anyways, that goes to That's show the hottest you. club in New York. That's amazing. Like you think about that, that is, you're right. That's real power, especially in that's a city like New power. York where no one cares who in, you are. In shift work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Domi's book he, yeah. he's talking about during warm-ups Mario Lemieux and all the penguins are skating up to him going can you get us in now that, the, he yeah. thought they were kidding oh, yeah. and then after the no, game no. he's like no for real yeah. like can you get us into the China club yeah. it's Mario Lemieux that's right so Johnny B was the bouncer uh, still friends with him today great guy uh had a few bars uh, auction house was the big one when we won the cup that's the first place that we took it to wow right remember sitting there with Tim Robbins right Tim Robbins Shawshank uh, was out and he's telling us you know decent actor you know I've never really name dropped in my life. That's what I've been doing for the last hour to get into this place so I can see the Stanley Cup. <laughs> wow. He had a name drop to get in. Yes. Wow. He says, I don't name drop, but I name dropped as many cops and security people as I could to come here wow. and see the Stanley Cup. That's amazing. We remember my say hi to Phil moment. Yes. Right? Mm. Oh. Yes, we forgot this last time. Steve, Steve had his almost say hi to Phil moment. Steve, I'm going to let you set this up. It's, it's worse. It's, it's you think, so, you, this, you think this is worse than say hi to Phil? Okay, it's okay. different. We're going to leave it to, yeah, we'll leave not, it to Twitter and Reddit to figure that same. out. I don't know if they're, they're the, not same. the same. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> What's your favorite? This brand of Doritos or like vanilla ice cream? Yeah. yeah. I like them for different reasons. Right, okay. Um, met Marc Messier. Again, met him for the second time. The first time I met Mark Messier, now I don't know if I ever told this story in the podcast, but he was at a Rogers event, and this was like a couple of weeks before I started working for Rogers. I didn't even know. Um, and there are cookies at this event. Some uh, Rogers-shaped cookies, like the, the logo, the Game Center Live logo. Mm-hmm. Some like jerseys. There are also Stanley Cup cookies with gr- silver icing on them. Oh, that's a nice touch. Delicious looking cookies. I thought, wouldn't it be funny to get Marc Messier, a man synonymous with leadership and the Stanley Cup. What does he have? Six Stanley Cups? Six of them. Captain two teams to the Stanley Cup. Four cups with the Oilers. They trade Gretzky. Fifth cup. With the Oilers. And he goes to the Rangers. Guess what? Let's add another cup. And calls it, too. And he called it. He has an award with his face on it. At very least, his name on it. Mm -hmm. Mark Messier Award for Leadership and Grit. And delicious chips. And delicious chips. Bet you can't win Win just just one. one. And he won six. (laughs) I was going there too, man. That felt good. (laughs) And we're the three best friends. So you got, so So get back to the cookie. I go, Mr. Messier. Didn't even go with Mark. I'm 28 years old. I'm no, a grown no. ass man. I, I can call it. him Mark. You so stand I next to him. If you stand next to Mark Messier, you call him Mr. Messier. Call him Mr. Messier. 
Mr. Messier, uh, would you take a picture with this Stanley Cup cookie? Maybe even hold it above your head. How? That's a cute picture. That is a cute picture. And he just goes, uh, nope, nope, I don't do that. And does the stiff-lipped smile. The, mm-hmm. the, this, is, this is my get-away-from-me smile. Yep. Okay, so that's your first meeting with Mark Messier. And I just went, oh, okay. When was this? Thanks. This was uh, would have been September 2014. Is that when they got the rights? When Rogers got the rights? I think so. Okay. So you should have known that he's no fun. Now, now though, Jesse, it's been two years. He's no fun when it comes to Twitter pictures, but it's been two years. We're now at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Okay, what's going on at the Hockey Hall of Fame? Mark Messier got his own stamp. Get the hell out! Good for him. Own stamp. He along he was one of six legendary forwards that Canada Post chose for a stamp. It's Mark Messier, Steve Eiserman, Phil Esposito, Guy Lafleur. Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby was one of them, and who's the other one I'm forgetting? Daryl Sittler, which is weird because I could have swore Daryl Sittler already had a stamp. Also, Sidney Crosby's still playing. <laughs> when I saw the Penguins logo on the board, I'm like, and Mario Lemieux, what? <laughs> I told this to Adam, actually, when I saw that. I was like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> Why is Crosby there? And he's a living legend. you got to have somebody, something current for well, the kids. Well, they're all also living. Yeah, and <laughs> but like a playing living. Oddly enough, the only player not in attendance. He was down the street. Oh, well, he had things to do. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for stamps. Well, By the way, I don't understand why they do that. Who cares? Shut up. I've, they put the loon on the stamp. They put a deer on the stamp. People collect stamps. Mark, do the, stop it. If you do. People collect so, stamps, and they, they hold this event, and every year do, I get to interview famous people. Do they give them away later on to feed the poor? <laughs> Enough about the James Ryder figure. Anyway, so so then you meet Mark there. We gotta hurry up. Yeah, I'm running out of time. I meet him there, and I go, you know what? That was before. This is now. I got insider information. I'm gonna ask Mark Messier about the China Club because who said the China Club? Because uh, Nick Kiprios told a great story about the China Club. If you haven't heard it. Go to the Steve Dangle podcast YouTube channel. We clipped the story there for you. <laughs> or you could just go to the episode mm-hmm. where but we talked to Nick watch Kiprios. Him watch him. it. It's better. Because you get to see Kiprios with his shoulders right by his ears going, <laughs> that's so impressive. <laughs> that's like the best reaction I've ever seen a grown man have. He was the to, man. Like in adoration of another grown man. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to ask him about this. And uh, then what I think you're about to play happened Sports Sorry. Uh, I guess you can yeah. oh, so, I didn't know you got this part well, you sent you it. sent us I didn't realize I recorded that but oh so this is even worse now okay <laughs> so but play that again play Sports the first couple seconds again I, I think I know where you're going here I guess you can. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. I guess you can. So I start with Sportsnet, and he goes, I guess you can. I, As in, like, can I talk to you? Mm-hmm. So I began with, and I didn't record this part, I guess. I go, uh, can I ask you a few questions? <laughs> and he goes, who are you with? Mm. 
And I go, Sportsnet. And his response was, I guess you can. You know why? Because he knows. He remembers you. Wow. I think he remembers Steve Shane. Absolutely not. No, he remembers. He's like, this is the guy that asked me to hold a cookie above my head. I'm not a clown. No, he saw him. He's like, this is just some internet dude or some guy who got in here. Clearly, this guy lives in his mother's basement. So, yeah. You got got these little press passes that you could clip onto whatever, and I wasn't wearing it. Mm, There you go. And so he was just like, who is the schmuck? Okay, this fair enough. Fan. And so we begin with, what a great start. Can I ask you a few questions? Who are you with? I'm with Sportsnet. I guess you can. Okay. <laughs> and he laughed, but he wasn't kidding <sighs> at all. Go ahead. So I had, uh, oh, you want to grab a picture first? So I had Nick Kiprios on my podcast recently, and he was telling some old ranger stories. And he told this legendary story of one time he was in the China Club. The bouncer walks up to you, and he goes, I got the St. Louis Blues outside. And you said, eh, give it about 40 minutes. Uh, I I, I don't recall that. Uh, We always try to help each other out on or off the ice. So, uh, But uh, Nick probably has a better memory than me. But I don't remember. You don't remember? Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh, sports. Oh, wow. Oh. And I wish there was video. I wish there was video well, I, of the face where he's just going, I don't fucking ask me this. I regret ever saying yes. Get the fuck away from me, you little shits. He big timed you so hard. Not even big timed. Like, I've never felt so. Less than human. <laughs> I've never felt so I, worthless. I'm going to throw a, talking to Mark. Best. I'm going to throw a theory forward. You didn't warm him up. And you already. You there were, was no time. There was no time. So it's going to be one question. Right? That's why you, you shouldn't heard, have to. Well, you do though. No, but you, Jesse, you, you do have to. You know, but you do. So that's that's life, right? Uh, he's been at this shit since the early '80s. Get in, get out. Right. There's no. I don't have time to warm him up. Well, like I Jay just. Leno. Here's what I like, would have said. Here's what I would have said. Ask him a couple sweet little questions. Is it an honor? How great is this year on it? I was lucky to get one. He started with. I guess you can ask me questions. I think that's why. Because I you bet you. Shit. I bet you. If you'd given, if 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 he asked how what an honor this is. Because here's, I think where you lost I'm him. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. I think where you lost him, and I, I'm just telling you as your friend, I think where you lost him was Nick Kiprios was on my podcast. As soon as that. Should I have said show? Because, yes, yes. Soon as you say podcast, most people are like illegitimate, don't care, you don't matter. And it's not anything. It's You know what, Adam? No good person worth talking to. Thinks that way. There are You're many 100% who think that way. right. There's many who think that way, and I don't want to talk to them. That is the second and last time I will talk to Mark Messier. Wow. wow. Not that he gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. He doesn't want to be talked to. He just doesn't want to be talked to in that context. Yeah. I'm sure he. No, and, and I'm not trying to fair. rip on him. No. Like, but like. It's Some like, people don't like being interviewed, and that's okay. It's like. Um, I was kind of tweeting back and forth with people about this today. If I walk into the Leafs room. Mm-hmm. Today, for in, for interviews, I'm going to Morgan Riley. I'm going to Nazem Kadri, and that's yeah. it. Like I'm not gonna bug Austin Matthews because well, Austin like Matthews to. isn't gonna give me anything. Brooks yeah, like. I'll go to Brooks like for sure for a good quote for a good quote. JVR actually, yeah, he's he, all right. He's okay. I'm not going to Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews isn't gonna give me anything for the same reason. Like I wouldn't have gone up to Phil Kessel when he was a Leaf. Nope. 
because not because I think he's a dick. No, it's I just know he's not going to give me. Anything. We kept saying, "What does Phil Kessel give you when you talk to Phil Kessel? Nothing." Yeah. And that's okay. But it's it's so yeah. yeah. And, Adam, and you know what? That. I didn't have to warm up Guy Lafleur. I didn't have to warm up Phil Esposito. Mm-hmm. They were warm. They were warm already. I'm just saying. And I asked them more questions, Adam. Than I'm I just saying, I interview Mark. people every day, guys, every single day, and I know you do too. I know. I'm just saying the I, I and I'm not criticizing you. I understand the situation. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like you ran into a guy who maybe just didn't want to talk to anyone that day. Fine, you're that, at a public event. Day, you're going to have to deal day, with it. You're at that, a public event. Day, sure, let's it. give him the benefit of the doubt. That day, let's say that day. I think personally, if you had. If you had used, if you had swayed in there with the flattery, oh, Mr. Messier, you know, and, and, and you're not blowing smoke. The man accomplished amazing things. You say you accomplished some great things. This is another thing to add to the trophy case. Are you going to frame a stamp and put it up in your trophy case at home? Adam, Have some fun with him. He's so great that he knows. He doesn't need me to say these things. Of course I know I'm great. I'm getting my own stamp. It's right <laughs> behind me in a giant poster, kid. Get on with your fucking stupid questions for your shitty stupid podcast <laughs> Adam yes if you were at this stamp unveiling event mm-hmm. do you think you could have gotten Mark Messe to comment on Caprios' store you know what I think not I don't think so because I don't think having interviewed Mark Messier myself um, Mark- there it is oh. there it is what, I've I done it too I know oh, I've, I've interviewed him a couple times How? And, no, okay and no, no okay finish finish Mark Messier is extraordinarily well media trained as in, Mark Messier won't give you an answer he doesn't want to give you. He's one of those guys, locks it down. And and there are some does guys he, that... Does he uh, make you send the questions beforehand? No, Taylor Swift does. Well, I've heard... Uh, I've Ta- heard he- Ta- Taylor Swift made me send... Uh, Taylor Swift's management... I'm not sure Taylor's like that. Taylor Swift's management was... <sighs> Holy okay. stringent. It's like Britney Spears' management, same thing. There's not a lot of people in the world bigger than Taylor Swift, that's okay. <sighs> I guess... <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I don't think I, I don't think it was wrong if you had asked the question either. I don't think anything you did there was wrong. Yeah, I if, just think if it's hilarious. If someone makes you send them questions first, like Adam doesn't work for Taylor Swift. He's not on her PR team, but that's so how he's they, just helping her promote her. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't need this interview, and she and I don't and, need her. I really don't need a Taylor Swift interview either. My so show what is the just fuck fine are without either it. of you yeah. doing there. Well, what I'm saying. I think you know how many useless interviews there are in the world. Oh, so many, so many, so many. Like but, that interview didn't need to happen. But there are <laughs> so many. Think about like that's that's like saying you know an e, two ECHL hockey games don't matter because it doesn't get you any closer to the Stanley Cup, right? You still have to you still have to play. No. You have to do those <laughs> little things. Like. You have to do those little things to get to the bigger things. How do you become Barbara Walters? Well, you do a bunch of little interviews that don't matter with people who don't know you, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you develop a pedigree, and then all of a sudden you're Barbara Walters. Adam, yes. You've spoken to Mark Messier twice? I have. Oh, how long? How long were the conversations? Two or three minutes each. Mm. Did they go well? Well enough. I mean, he was talking, he was there to promote things. So you, if oh. you, he's talking mm. about the things he's promoting. Oh. Mm. Which I guess he was there to promote the stamps. Oh. Mm. But what did you ask him No, about? he wasn't there to promote the stamps. He was there to be awarded the stamp. That's different. Did you okay. ask him any fun questions? I got to imagine he was paid to be there. But. I tried. I tried with the Leafs, and he gave me his question, or he gave me an answer much like he gave Steve, which was, well, you know, they're all trying really hard, basically. Give me Phil Esposito 10 days out of 10. Yeah, because Phil will tell you what he feels. Yeah. 
One of my favorite hockey interviews ever is Phil Esposito when Canada was losing in the Canada-Russia series in 72, and he's going, we're trying real hard out here. Like, <laughs> Shut up, we'll figure it out. Yeah, like, he's like, he, he was like, he, he... He was like, "Give us a break, kind of." It was a, it's a beautiful, beautiful interview, um, and that's what I love about him. He's candid, Steve. I'm not criticizing you. I think you did the right thing. I, I, you know what? I think it was just that I was like, I, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe, maybe play up the fact yeah. that you're here and this is a momentous mm-hmm. occasion, and yeah. then hit him with the oh, and also a funny little personal story. Yeah, it has been my experience. Now you've done. Way more interviews. That's than not me. necessarily true. Way more high profile interviews. Not necessarily oh, true. No, Adam, no fuck off. I don't think that's true. <laughs> you interviewed Paul Henderson true. yesterday morning. We hung out for several hours, and it wasn't even an important enough event in your life for you to mention it to me. I found out from Twitter <laughs> that you interviewed Paul Henderson because that's just another day in the life of Adam Wise. Steve, on average, you that's, interview that is a that is a season maker you for have, me. You I had one of those Jordan Everly's phone number, man. Like no, I, no, I no, no, but number from when he was with the Regina Pats. In terms of interviewing. You know who's going to answer that? An old lady who lives in Regina. <laughs> in a week, you'll maybe interview what? Like five hockey players? Uh, during the season? It depends on the week. You most hockey most players, weeks man, are zero. Huge. They're huge. Yeah, most, most weeks are zero. You go the whole summer, it's probably five guys. If you go to a couple of events. It depends. Yeah, like if there's tournaments or like Adam, G camp or something For an like entire that. year, you're doing interviews every morning on a television show. Okay. So yeah. you probably interviewed a lot more people than Steve. Stop being modest. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I Adam feels bad. I, no, I yeah, no, I don't. I don't mean this. Don't, this is I'm not, not a self-aggrandizement that. moment. No, like, no, I don't no, know no, 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 no. I know. Numbers wise, don't downplay the numbers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking into the camera. Adam is a huge fucking deal. I'm not. Okay. Oh, that's not true. No, Adam is a that, huge that's the deal. Thing is that I'm it's, not? Yeah, but I'm just saying the numbers. Just because you talk to people who are a huge deal doesn't make you a huge deal, and you got to keep that. That is Ryan Seacrest. You got to keep that definitely not. Handsomer. <laughs> also not. <laughs> he has well, a nicer bum. Um, that was a great was Ryan Thank you. Seacrest named one of the top 100 hottest people in Canada? He absolutely he was, was not. not. It was Adam and Jay Barrish. I was also not, not named one of the top 100 hottest people. It's top 50. Oh! <laughs> oh! shit like that, you have to go, yo, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Adam super hot fire. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I am super looking forward to, like, the company that catches all the phone companies with their pants down mm. and just comes out with a new, this is what phones are now, get out of here. And because... So like what Uber did to the taxi industry? Yeah. A little bit. Nah, not really, because Uber drives me nuts as well. It does? Dude, okay, leaving the wedding that we were at Does recently, it also drive you to your location? Uh, on You know what? Half the time, Jesse. <laughs> half the time. Uh, we've all had this experience. Oh, here comes my car. Oh, he's pulling up. Where's he going? Where is he? He's getting back on the highway. This guy is never going to find me. Mm-hmm. And then what? You're standing there, and what do you do? Call another Uber? Mm-hmm. Why? That sh- shit might happen again. You can call him. Yeah, excuse me, sir, where the fuck are you going? I had to tell a guy to cancel the damn fare because he's like, I'm here. I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm in a, it's a bush. 
<laughs> so we're at a wedding venue. No, it says on the GPS. I don't care what your GPS says, sir. I'm not waiting in a bush like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. Yeah, it does have I'm, a little trouble finding you uh, in your current location. I have to say, I see you. You're getting into another car. No, I'm not. I'm standing here yelling at you. <laughs> cancel the fare. No, you're right. To cancel the fare. <laughs> and then he charges SL. Charges Mrs. Dangle. And then we got to make a stink with Google. And then they got to refund her money. Well. Did you make this thing with uh, Google not or Google, Uber? Uber, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what Google could have You're done about that. Yeah, Google you were a little. You upset. know what's <laughs> never happened with a cab? They go, "I'm in a bush. Here I am." <laughs> <laughs> like the best no, Uber. No, you don't like Uber. I'm sorry. No, the best Uber drivers are cab drivers. Yes. That is very true. I've met, I've talked to lots of Uber drivers who were or are cab drivers. Yeah, because they, they know their way good. around the city. Yeah. yeah. Here's the here's but the they problem. Don't drive in shitty cabs. I went to a, I went to a Jays no. game last night and I walked out to the street mm-hmm. and I went up to the first cab in the line that I saw and I said, "Hey man, can you take me to King and Parliament, which is where I live?" Mm-hmm. Um, and just to give anybody that lives in Toronto a, a sense of that, it's about two kilometers or. What, four no, miles? Four that's miles? further than two kilometers. That's like a four miles. Yeah, that's a little. It'd be, so, that's more it'd be than a half, half hour walk. It'd be a, yeah, half an hour, forty-five minute walk, but it's yeah. probably a five, ten minute car drive, right? Yeah, easily. Uh, and traffic, you know, and whatever. So the the taxi driver says, "No, it's not a long enough fare." Go, you'll have to, you'll have to hail somebody from the street. And I said, "Really, Mister Beck Taxi?" Oh, yeah. And uh, and I said it just like that. And he looked at me and said, "I'm sorry, I'm not taking you." And I said, "Okay, we'll see you later." And I got into the next cab. So the next cab picks me up. You, when was the last time you went to the bathroom in a porta potty? Uh, actually, fairly recently. It was at the fan fest. <laughs> Do you know? So yeah, yeah. the fan village. So you know. Okay, fine. So you know the chemical smell that you get when you walk into there. It's yeah, kind of like here's the chemical smell that's covering the excrement smell. Yeah. Yes. This is exactly what this cab smelled like. Mm-hmm. There okay? are bad smelling cabs in Toronto. And this guy drove me, and so I say at the end of it, okay, I'm going to have to pay you visa. They don't like. Oh, that. you always tell them before you get in the car. No, you don't. You don't have to. You know how the world. You know how the world works, Steve. Mm-hmm. It works with credit cards. Mm-hmm. I walked to your place. Adam let me stay at his place after we recorded the last show. I walked the entire way there. You know why? Only one cab passed me, mm-hmm. and the freaking guy. I go, do you take debit? Because I lost my credit card recently. I go, do you take debit? He goes, nope, because it's 1998, and then he drove off. <laughs> This is why I like Uber. Some of us enjoy Uber, Steve. That is why. Let's not pretend like we've never had a sketchy Uber driver. No, I've never had a sketchy you, Uber driver. You have, no, you have not, not one. How not dare one. You. Not, not one. Not one that you were not like, this one. guy's weird. Not freaking never. one, man. Shut up. I'm not you, kidding. I live in downtown Toronto. Not one. Not one. Not one where the car wasn't immaculate. Not one where they weren't nice people. They are nice. Yes, they are extremely nice cars. They are I just nice. I, listen. For me, it's like it, 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 the, the complaints from cabbies that you get in every city. Mm-hmm. I understand them. I get it because mm-hmm. this is your livelihood, and you paid so much money for a license. But that was a different time, and unfortunately, the world is moving on. And because you have provided a service that, quite frankly, has been lackluster for a long time, mm-hmm. now you're paying the freaking piper. Mm-hmm. And we all are with the internet. We all are. You think the media is not going through the same damn thing? We are. Mm. It's it's really challenging out there. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. That's what we're in. This but what drove me? Headphones. This is what drove me insane. It drove me insane about this last night. I'm like, yeah, okay, you like guys are cigarettes dangling out of your ears. You guys are protesting about this new company that's coming in and doing a better job. 
No. No, that's not what it's about at all. It's about insurance, and I'm going <laughs> to grab onto this guy's handle and ride it down fucking Bay Street. <laughs> that video's hilarious, by yeah. the way. The guy who, um, the cab driver who grabbed an Uber, and the Uber tried to drive off, and he held on for like a solid 50 feet mm. as he drove into that, you know that crazy intersection right by Parliament Hill? Yeah. 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 That, that video is amazing. I haven't seen that. I have to check that out. Jesse, next question. I don't know how we got here. These cab drivers will be like, you know what? It'll win us some public support. The ruling is Uber is awesome. Uber is awesome. Thank some, you. some. Ta- I would say most taxis are great. The, but yes. there are a few people that are ruining it for the rest of them. That's I what I would say. say that about Uber. No. I'll say that about both. There's not... I'll say that about There's both. not a bunch of Uber drivers ruining it for the rest of the Uber drivers. This is not a thing, Steve. Steve, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the only one who's <laughs> ever had yeah, negative experiences with Uber. Like, I, like, I'm the only what? one. There's a, there's a few Uber no drivers who are ruining for everybody else. Nobody has. You are fucking kidding me. Nobody ever. I can't wait for the Twitter reaction. I had a fucking guy get back on the gardener. Yeah, because I'm clearly waiting on the gardener, you dumb fuck. Okay, what the hell? Yeah, there's doing? gonna be some bad experience with, with anything. Oh, man, that's impossible. No, with anything, there's gonna be bad experiences. I have it all the fucking time. At least a quarter of the time. All the you time is the quarter of the time. <laughs> now you're using my math. Uh, <laughs> Uber is it's a great service. And then you ninety nine percent of the time. Like with most Steve, people. Seventy five. He couldn't find you. Seventy five. How many times has that happened to you? I would say... Where were you? At least... There is some kind of GPS issue either picking me up or dropping me Maybe off. Maybe it's your phone. Half of the fucking time. It's not my phone! I it's don't, theirs! I don't have that Do phone. I asked for a ride to the MasterCard Center, and the guy goes, well, here you are. But, Sir, this is a factory parking lot. Like, what... So here's, here's my There's question. There's no MasterCard science. And then the next time I tried to do it, it fucking happened again. Because Uber's um, GPS is shit. And so I had to manually direct the guy. And he had no idea. It blew his fucking mind. No, you can't manually direct me. You got to tell me the address. Okay, I'm going to tell you the address. But the stupid thing is going to tell you to go somewhere right, else. Right, uh, And fair. Fair. I think that's a fair complaint. I think that's a fair complaint. I think it's a pretty minor complaint. Yep. The cat, the car that I hired to bring me somewhere won't bring me to that place. It's you a could, minor complaint. You could personally, you could You're personally direct drugs. them to it. I yeah. don't, I don't see like what the what, problem is. What was wrong? Anyone who has ever had to manually give an Uber driver directions knows what I'm talking about. They're no, fucking I useless. <laughs> they don't know directions, dude. They are hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. You tell a cab driver, I want to go to this dark alley at fucking. Anywhere in the city, and they know it. I want you to now get me to the fiftieth floor. <laughs> they might stink and be rude to you, and then you know get oh, mad when you try to it. pay Visa. But at least they'll fucking get you there. Look, they're both terrible services. Oh, no, wow. Cab stink. Uber stinks. The TTC is a fucking travesty. <laughs> the Go Train is every half hour. Thank you very much. But and have we talked about how Toronto is the greatest city in the world? <laughs> Toronto world class. My friggin' ass. You can't get anywhere. It's true. Unless you walk. It's true. I'm with you on that. You know, I've had it. Here's what I would try. I've had it. Here's what I would try with your Uber. Can't take an Uber, can't take a cab, can't take the train, can't take the bus, can't take the streetcar. Construction fucking everywhere. And if you're last minute, might as well live in fucking Hollywood, Jesse. Might as well. Might as well. 
<laughs> I can't wait till you move downtown in like three years. I know because it's gonna happen. Yeah. like it's inevitable. I give stop. I give. I yeah, and then this. travel five or five or ten square kilometers for the rest of my life because I can't fucking go anywhere. You'll be happy. You'll be far happier. Yeah. Doubt it. Maybe you'll take some good Ubers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it's the yeah, same. Maybe I'll take I some think... good Ubers who were formerly cab drivers. I think... know where they're going. All the Ubers you've been taking have been so far out of the city that you're getting these bad Uber drivers because they don't know how to drive. Maybe you should take some Uber drivers yeah. downtown. Maybe it's indicative of the quality I'm of the people in the neighborhood. Exactly. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just No, kidding. that's exactly. Adam is right. I'm not the saying people that. People from Oshawa can't drive and are awful. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you should take some Toronto. I hope Ubers. Jesse runs for office wow. one day and, th- and then it'll just come up. Did people you also see shit? <laughs> can't drive and are awful. I am just agreeing with what Adam said. No, it's not what I said. I was kidding. Dude, um, this place was at Pottery Road. It was what, called what Fantasy, Farm. Fantasy Farm. Where exactly, is what is that? How, how Jesse far? used to drive for Uber. Okay, it's, it's not, not far. No it's not far. It how far out of the city is it? It's not. It's not out of the city. It's, it's, it's out of like the, the city. DVP. It's on the DVP. It's not. That's out of too far. <laughs> if you don't know anything, if you don't know a place along the Don Valley Parkway, and you drive for a living in Toronto. Fuck right off. <laughs> then you shouldn't be. Take some Ubers in the downtown core, and they are all splendid. I never have to exchange money with anyone. I have all of their info on my telephone, and there is a GPS taking me to my location. It is wonderful. It is a pleasant, I will give you this, it is a pleasant experience when it works out. Sometimes they have candy and gum. Sometimes they have candy and gum. A lot of the, I think, um, yeah, I think you are right. You have a point about the inner city Ubers. Mm -hmm. Ottawa, fantastic. Ottawa has a very high gum ratio. You are very likely to find gum in your in your That's Ottawa true. Uber. Sorry, Ottawa, 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 Ontario. Because um, frankly, expectations there are just much higher. Oshawa actually has great Uber because your GPS never fucks up in Oshawa. It's only in downtown Toronto with all these buildings. Yeah, it's true. All right, what, what's up in Livage? So the best thing on the Livage page today. Is the post from Nar City? Oh, which is Nar City, by the way, is a listicles website. There, there. Oh. My, I was thinking about starting a feature on this show, which was listicle of the day, and Ooh. as in like ten things about blank, and you won't believe number seven listicle. Top ten free agents the Leafs should target next year. That is Nar City. That's what they do. Okay. That's how they make their money. And you know what? All the power to them because they're probably making money. What is this? Who would read this bullshit? That's an article on Narcity's homepage. Nine Toronto girls you've definitely matched with on Tinder. <laughs> okay. Can I can I just let him freak out about that for just a second? One one thing I saw, one thing I saw was uh, uh, this summer from that same website was was um ten things only Toronto girls do. And it was like go to the store. Like, like, like walk down, down, down the street. Like yeah. food after the club yeah. is one of them. Get it get in a cab and cancel your Uber because you what? just can't wait. Like, like just that kind of crap. And you're like, everybody everywhere does that. Their heels to work. Because oh. see the CN Tower from your house is too boring. <laughs> so for some reason, you got to be like, oh, so relatable quotes. Oh, my God. Can't wait to put white font over this. 
and make it a thing that goes crazy on Facebook. So nine girls you've definitely matched with on Tinder. So that's the that's I'm not no it. Toronto girls. Oh Toronto oh, girls. Nine Toronto girls you've definitely matched with on Tinder. Well, they're all freaking hipsters. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Someone with a, there's something about a cardigan. <laughs> there's something about thick frame glasses. Yeah. There's donate on cardigans. Something about, I'm not. I'm just saying something about the ferry. Man, hipsters love the ferry. Oh, they love going to the island. The girl oh who God. wants you to go to Centerville. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. You nope. shouldn't go to Centerville. That's where the unwashed masses go. You go to Wards Beach. By the way, Wards Beach is the place to go. The sporty girl who wants to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. I think but, I found a better one. Let's just see how many stereotypes we can right. perpetrate. On the second page, they have. 41 real things all Jack Astor's servers know to be true. <laughs> Get the fuck out of this studio. <laughs> how on earth? By the way, how niche is that bullshit? <laughs> Literally, it's because Buzz, it's like Simpsons did it, BuzzFeed did it. They like BuzzFeed oh, no. has to get look at look at BuzzFeed lists now compared to what they used to be. They have to get so specific <laughs> with the shit. You know what's like, fucked how up? They come up with a new idea anymore. They produce so much content. Here's what's fucked up. It's like oh it's like all the rich crazy people who have like trillions of dollars and they live in the shadows and all conspiracy theorists think they exist and they actually do. It's like they all watched like a season of The Simpsons 20 years ago and they went that's how we should make the world <laughs> that's yeah. how we should make the world well, that's, we're gonna make it like that yep you think it's a cartoon bullshit we're gonna make it that way oh my god now here's the creepy thing about that so I used to be the uh, managing editor for theleafsnation.com and for some stupid reason I put that on my Facebook because Facebook wants to know everything about you and a few years ago I was like here you go Facebook here's my blood type too yeah. do you have here's a vial on do you it. have that you're married on there to Mrs. Dangle you bet I do wow that's how long you guys have been together because your relationship status is actually showing you know what's fucked up the second you tell the internet in any way shape or form hey I'm married you know what you start getting ads for Ashley Madison <gasps> wow. Yep. I've never gotten an Ashley Madison ad. The second. Wow. The second I changed my status to married Ashley Madison. Interesting. The second. Uh, which is cousin. incredibly fucked up. Um, anyway. Well, there's no... We've already apparently proven that there's no women on that site anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. So sad. Pretty sad. Um... So, I put that I was managing editor of theleastnation.com. So now I get all the... Oh, and I've sold shirts on Teespring. And so Facebook was like, I'm going to use this information to every day I see an ad for I'm a managing editor and a badass on <laughs> yeah, a shirt. Yes. Who the fuck would wear that? The con- the sh- I, I am that. a host for Kiss 92.5 and <laughs> a badass. <laughs> I'm a producer and a badass. Yeah, the customized shirts. Oh my yes, God. Yes, and it mocks it up for you. I've seen that. You know, you know who saw that listicle that Jesse just mentioned? Everyone who works at a Jackasters. Everyone. And they, I bet they went through it, too. Or if they say server anywhere, you saw that listicle. It's incredibly niche and creepy. Creepy. So That's what else too creepy. Do we Number have 19. After you bring the mayo, they also ask for a side of ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to text Caprice right now. I'm, I, I want to find out. Hang on. Okay. Um, Honey. 21. 
your coworkers are actually pretty awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Okay. I'm not into people losing their jobs, but I think like, I would I want to just walk up to their office or their table. It's probably you know it's a share space. It's one of those and everyone's playing hacky sack in the corner. I want to just be like, "Hey, and just like hold up a paper copy of that article and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they answer it. And then I just keep saying, what are you doing? And I just keep fucking with them like it's goodwill hunting until they just break down, cry and quit. <laughs> because what are you doing? That person likely has a degree. That person likely has like a 30 plus thousand dollar education. Yep. Oh, yeah. The author's name is printed there. Is it? No. <laughs> let's not let's not start a social media witch hunt. Yeah, you're right. And they threw the beer. It's their no. job. It's their job. They're being told to write articles that way. Um, okay, so this is a Caprice who worked you know at, at Jack Astor's. Mm, when you were a server at Jack Astor's and people asked you uh, and you delivered a side of mayo, would you then would they then ask for a side of ranch? Asking this is a serious question. So she worked at Jack Astor's? Yeah. I wonder if this has come across her timeline. D- did she put it on her Facebook? She'd write it she'd put it on her wall. <laughs> hey, honey, look at this awesome list. Oh, all the dog shit? All the, um... Facebook knows too much about me, man. Yeah, of course they do. All right, well, like, basic things that I didn't think was giving them too much information. Like, I have a dog, but apparently it is. What else do we need? Oh, so... Are we done? Are we done with the jackasters? I mean, we don't have to be. What do you? <laughs> I need to know. I just love that. I want to know your coworkers how... are pretty good people. Like, <laughs> no, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. It turns out your coworkers. Like, are I, awesome I just imagine people. a bunch of people at jackasters on their phone looking this, going, "Yeah, you are awesome," and then just patting each other on the butt and putting each other like, and then going back to work. Like, what? How many of those forty-one things could you just change the title of the article to? If you work at a car dealership, <laughs> this happens to you. If you work at X. If you work at a podcast, yeah, your coworkers are pretty awesome. I get pissed off when Adam brings me mayo and not ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the fucking time. Hi, Caprice, I'm, I'm, I'm going to post the answer. <laughs> She's going to, like, what a dumb question to ask my fiance. She's, I'm she, at work, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, when did we get here? When did we get As here? a society, or? Yeah. Oh, we were always here, we just haven't had the platform. It used to be, I think people used to write stupid shit like that. I think people have always written stupid shit like that. The difference is no one read it. Before. Yeah. Because there's no <laughs> way to print it in mass. Why there's do no people, mass production of it. Yeah, but things that don't get read die. Who's clicking this shit? Yeah. Who's doing it? Yeah. They're spreading the dumb. Um, <laughs> the last item on the list is... Sometimes serving can actually be the worst, but working at Jack Astor's makes it a little better. So Jack Astor's Someone, paid for that. Yeah, Jack Astor's paid for this post. Because that's how they BuzzFeed... Had to. Now, is The it, title, all you see, it's advertising. Jack Astor's, Jack Astor's, Jack Astor's. How many times has Jack Astor's written in that article? And it's in the title. It's, and if it's in the title, that's it pops like a up on my Facebook. Article. That means you just shove Jack Astor's into my Facebook. You can put Canadian which, Army there. <laughs> you can just as a, the best part about working at Jack Astor's is supporting the Canadian Army. <laughs> Even at Fiat. <laughs> the best part of working at Jack Astor's is when you serve a table of 20 Canadian Armed Forces. 
Anyway, join the Navy. So there you go. That's what's up in Livage today. Um, well, what's actually up was the list from Nar City, which is 16 reasons why Liberty Village is the absolute best place to live in Toronto. Now, as, as the king of Liberty Village, Jesse, Jesse Blake, king of Liberty Village, who I just named him that. Now, would you, I'm would you open agree with this. any of this? Okay. I'm open. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm open. Yeah, we should go through the list. Number one, it's full of young people. Is that a good Thing. I well, no, sure. I'll allow it. I okay. suppose it's full of young people. It's so are schools. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, so are suburbs. <laughs> Kids are young people. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it's I get where they're going with that. I'll allow it too. It's also full of super cute dogs. That's true. Actually. That is true. Yeah, I'll allow it. I think you guys are the the young people not? per capita and the dogs per capita. Oh, high in Libvidge. I bet there's. Almost as many dogs as there are people in Liberty Village. I'm, uh, I'm... Almost as many French bulldogs as people. Everybody has a French bulldog. I'm a dink with a dog. Dink, double income, no kids. With a dog. I should move to Libvidge. That's what I'm thinking. It's the perfect location. Stop. Okay. So is Young and Dundas. Some might say it's a little too far west, but we disagree. It's conveniently located just south. Of- <laughs> Some say, but we don't think so. <laughs> that sentence was. <laughs> that sentence was literally. It's close to everything. It's not, but it is. <laughs> We're at number three, and fuck you already. Oh my god! To the author. Oh my god! What the hell, man? My voice is just. Wearing when did this up. happen? When did it happen? It has easy access to the rest of Toronto. That's number well, three, yeah. which you already <laughs> acknowledge is wrong. Well, actually, which you have, and actually, does it have easy access because the location no. is? No, I don't think it does at all. Getting out of Liberty is the worst thing on earth. There's one. There's one bus. street. And there's, there's one, one bus. bus that leaves. There's one street. The in slogan and out. of Toronto should be: Do you live on the subway line? Nope. We'll get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> nope. You know well, house, we don't care about you. Prices, I believe, prices along the subway line are like a hundred grand higher. I'm surprised it's only that. Like it's it's nuts. Like people always now that changes every month. That was just one person who told me that. If you send me an article and I'm wrong, fine. People Liber- uh, talk about Leslieville. Okay. I've been to Leslieville. I've lived in Toronto since 1988, and I've probably been to Leslieville maybe two or three times. Because how do you get to Leslieville <laughs> if um, you don't drive? You walk from my house. Yeah, and how long does that take? Mm, 10, 15 minutes. No, to walk more yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not far. It is. Really, but it's, then it's, why would I go? It's not as far as you think. It's actually Leslieville's actually really cool. Queen East is the new Queen, Queen West. Oh, and I'm telling you, this is a very Toronto thing that you I, just I said. Know. That was, that was very I get that. You should have told you know me that in the hookah bar. You know what we're oh going to do? Oh my god! Because it used to be just the Opera House there. there. There's actually some really great stuff. We're going to go there sometime, and you're going to have an amazing time, and you need some delicious food, and you're going to be like, you know what? Great, that'll be the fourth time. Adam's <laughs> right. Some say Leslieville's too far east, but I disagree. But is I that pro- number five? But I, I provided proof, <laughs> oh, goddammit. Okay, anyway. Um, number five was, uh, it has no shortage of great food spots, which is kind of true. I mean... But, like, everywhere. That's Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, there's Toronto, a lot of restaurants. We've brought this up. Like, I'll put Toronto as a food city up against anybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the world. 
Uh, its proximity to the Molson Amphitheater means summer is just a little bit more fun. No, you can't say it's close to stuff and then two things later be like, it's close to this specific thing. Hold on a second. Repeat that one more time. Its proximity to the Molson Amphitheater means your summer is just a little bit more fun. But I could just rewrite this and be like, if you live near the Air Canada Center, if you live near the Rogers Center, if you live near Rico Coliseum, which you do if you live in Lidvidge. We Very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you what, Can't live I'm in Oshawa and I live close to the GM Center. So uh, if you want to see that, to be fair, if you want to see a bunch of C-list comedians, if you want to see Larry the Cable Guy and that dude with the puppets, come. To, what, the, what the hell is his name? Oh, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. If you want to see Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Dunham, you come to the GM Center. It has great views of the CN Tower, which is that's okay. The Danforth. That is miles and miles. <laughs> it's relatively quiet compared to a lot of the city, which is very true. That is true. Yeah. Unless well, yeah. We have three valid points so far. Unless you're right next to the go tracks, the go train tracks, which are like we're back at two. Like five <laughs> crumple crumple throw. The condos are right along the train tracks, and you can hear them all night. And we're back at two. <laughs> but that's why it's quiet for everybody else because those condos block the train. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're the soundproofing. <laughs> um, it has amazing hidden murals. Which all you know, on the list of things that I care about, <laughs> hidden murals is near the bottom. If I, I think public access to toilets would go above that. If you ask a like a real estate agent, how are the murals around here? They bet, should it should be legal for them to punch you in the throat. You know what? I bet real estate agents get asked shit like that oh, all the time. Can you imagine being a real estate agent? Yeah. Like people are like, oh, I want to be a real estate agent. I'm like, why? Oh my god! Have you like people and the shit they want in houses? And if they walk in and the color of the wall is not the color they want, they'll walk out. How many antique shops are nearby? <laughs> I bet that I bet it's been posed. I bet there's realtors listening right now who are going, "Oh my god!" The stories I have for you. I bet. I bet money on. How many it. bike shops? Oh, keep going. There are plenty of patios to soak in the sunshine. That is the entirety of Toronto. Toronto is... <laughs> that is Canada. Canada loves patios yeah. because it's cold here a yeah. lot. And then when it's not, we celebrate. You know, you, know what, you know what's really cool? When the Lightning are in the playoffs, they have a big patio party outside of the arena. Because patios, patios. are great. Patios. Universal knowledge. Who doesn't love a good patio? <laughs> it's super, super clean. Which is very true. Parts are super duper clean. No, I think yeah. it's Liberty, no, Liberty Village is like any part of Toronto where you go, gosh, this is nice, and then you walk one block and you go, what happened? And yeah. then you get, and then you walk you another the block alley. and you're like, boy, that's nice. Yeah, back yeah. alley. Yeah. Um, there are no tourists. It's because there's nothing to fucking do. Yeah. That <laughs> like is, the, thing, yeah, the, the only thing to do in Liberty Village is to live. Yeah. yeah, it's to live. But there's no, that's the problem with Toronto too, is that when you come here, people ask us, what should I do? Which, well, yeah, unless you want to walk for half an hour, here's know. the subway line. <laughs> like, do that or don't. So you can't, yeah. That's it. Like, what is, do you, tickets to the game? We have a beach. You come to Toronto, so does every restaurants and you eat, right? Yeah. Like, New York, there's shit right? to do. You want to get fat, you come here. Yeah. It'll be real yeah, easy. Yeah, we can fatten you up real quick. Real easy. Take uh, it from me. 13, there's an adorable farmer's market on the weekend. That is the most Toronto thing I've ever heard. Does it, okay, move to Curtis, Ontario. 
That's a necessity. You want farmers, yeah. farmers market on the weekend has to happen. You want to? You want to eat? Want to check out some farmers markets? Move near a farm. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Don't. don't I'm gonna have. Yo, I cannot wait to get so fat off pumpkin pie. Fresh pumpkin pie. St. Lawrence Market. That's where it's at. St. Lawrence, yeah, which is literally, it's where Toronto people go to buy vegetables. Our farmer's market is in a parking lot across from the ghost station and the Tim Hortons and a bulk bar. So, Have you been? I've walked past it. I've never purchased anything. Yeah. All right, so we have two good reasons. <laughs> what else? So what else? Far? King, of, Three more. King of Livage, Jesse Blake. <laughs> Let's see if we get up to five. The There's Duke of Livage. Tons of parking. In Liberty Village, according to this book. Well, by which is helpful if you needed to go there and you do not. I don't think you need to park to go anywhere in Liberty. Imagine Beach. the Air Canada Center. There's tons of parking. That would be super helpful. Uh huh. There's, There's not. The there case. used to be. There used to be. Um, I parked there the other day. The it was Thirty old, bucks. Literally, the only reason I go to Liberty, Liberty Village is to see Jesse. Hey. Yeah. Well, yeah. To see Jesse, hockey night in cinema. End of list. Yeah, Marley's talking in cinema. Marley, Marley's don't count. Well, because we go to Jesse's house and play NHL, and uh, then, which, by the way, we're doing. So Jesse, we're Jesse. It's Jesse's still a just a pit stop, then. So it's one and a half times. <laughs> okay. 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 One and a half reasons. Um, two more. It's close to King Street when you want to get out. Stop saying it's close to specific <laughs> shit. You already threw that away. Ah. You already threw that away. <laughs> You Great can't. Team. It's close to shit. Team. Two things Steve. later, it's close to this shit. Steve, some Two people, things later, it's some, close to this shit as well. Some people would say it's got good access to King Street. Others disagree. Others disagree. <laughs> Others don't want to freeze their balls off waiting for a streetcar that comes every forty-five. minutes. You know, minutes. I thought this podcast was going to end a good twenty minutes ago, but I, I feel like we guess need what? To keep going. I got shit to complain about. So no, no, no. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying, oh, Jesse. What else? Last thing on the list. All right, why is it great to live in liberty? Let's get up to three. You literally never need to leave if you don't want to. That's a horrible reason to move somewhere. (laughs) No, it's good. Okay, that could be any apartment anywhere. I wouldn't leave my house if I didn't have to work and eat. No, and yeah. Scarborough is just full of starving people because there's nowhere to eat. Scarborough people just walk the streets and collapse and die because there's nowhere to eat. There's no what, what farmers market do you know of in Scarborough? Oh yeah, there isn't one you couldn't possibly survive there. The streets are littered with bodies. I, I. I, I that that is just there is just so that is such a a ridiculous statement to make. There's not even a word beyond. I wish there was a word above ridiculous that you couldn't ridiculous. Unless no, no, even that's been overused. I want a word that is above that. Preposterous. But there you go. Because it's it's like there's Dude. no reason to leave unless you have to. Like what you don't want guys. To. There's no reason to leave this podcast unless I have to. <laughs> Like to to physically leave. We, there's no reason for us to stop doing this podcast, this particular episode, unless we have to. In North Here's York, the thing. we fucking have North- to because we got other shit to do. In North York, there's no bathrooms. People just pee and poof on the sidewalk or in their own apartment because. 
They just they have to leave. Jesse's Jesse's laughing so hard he's crying right now. (laughs) Stops. Stops crying. There's nowhere to eat in Scarborough or North York or anywhere else. You just collapse and die. Okay, so I said I said to Caprice when you were a server at Jack Astor's and people asked you for and you delivered a side of mayo, would they then ask you for a side of ranch? This is a serious question. Her response is, huh? Question mark. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I in wrong inflection. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, as if to say, I'm at work, which is not jackassers, by the way. Leave me alone. Uh, Anyways, that's what's up in Lovage. You know how many confused people there are because they don't have a jackassers? Is that a Canadian thing? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Gentlemen, this was sent to us by Mark T. Avs. Mark T., who is an Avs fan, lives in Toronto, came and uh, hung out with us for um, Hockey Night in Cinema this past uh, couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a follow-up to the Bobby Nix burger. And Jesse and I have already watched this, Steve, full disclosure. Now, I want... Part of it. I want you to hear this. I want you to see... Uh, I want you to watch this later. But I want you to hear a lot of this video. I have it. Um, no, 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 no. No, no, you stay. You okay. stay and, and, stay. and listen. You I don't stay. really need to see it. You got to hear it, though. And understand that I'll it's... I'll close my eyes, it's even. At, it's at uh, NHL.com slash Oilers. Boo! Yeah. Sorry, I just hate NHL.com. It's a NHL. video com. explaining the Bobby Nix burger <laughs> and where it came from, right? Okay. The, the, um, the legend... Behind the Bobby Nix burger, oh. and it is the most corporate video you will ever watch in oh, your dear. entire life. Oh dear! It is okay. hilarious. So let's eyes, start, are, eyes are close. Let's start from the beginning. A couple weeks ago, I gave you a sneak peek at the Rogers Place menu. Now we are actually showing you a signature item. This here is the Bobby Nix burger, created by the man himself, Oilers CEO and Vice Chairman Bob Nicholson. Bob, sum your burger up for us. It started a secret meeting this morning on a secret sauce. And then we added Alberta beef, of course. But then we have then we some, added uh, beef to the burger. Cheese, Good start. A little spice, jalapeno, some lettuce, and an unbelievable bun. It's going to be awesome. That is a description if I've ever heard one. Bob, let's see how you made it. <laughs> so we made a burger with lettuce, tomatoes, jalapenos, onions, bacon, and of course a burger patty. Oh, God bless. And what was the response? God bless that host. Because she goes, that is a description, which couldn't be more. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, totally. Sure. She's not wrong. Thanks, Bob. Uh, there is no way to make that video interesting, and so I just God bless her. Heart, God heart bless her. Now this is this is the part where the video gets really fun, and this is where Jesse and I really started to thoroughly enjoy it. Now I don't know if you mentioned there were jalapenos on there, Adam, because that gives that gives the burger a little bit of personality. Well, the, did you forget about Bobby Nix's secret sauce? Oh. Watch him in the next cup of coming minutes. So gross. Be, be, be ready. Be ready. Because, because those Bobby are like Nicks the one pepper off. I will tolerate. Bobby Nix will, in fact, correct the chef on how to make it. No. Yes. No, he does not. Yes. So that's why that's why we're going through this video, just to have a little bit oh, of fun. Oh, I'm so today. happy. All right. So you're going to hear a lot of corporate music. Yeah. So he's telling I the like chef the how to make it. I like the feel of this one. I don't know how it tastes, but I like the feel. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. So it's the Bobby Nix burger. He has no idea how it tastes. But he sure likes how it feels in his hands. Okay. Well, see, the chef, the chef ass chef made it for him. Right. right. So, you know, hey, he, he knows how he makes it, but how does the chef ass chef make it? Going through the pancetta bacon, the uh, smoked tomato relish. No. He didn't try so what happened No. There? So, what happened there was the chef made a burger. Yeah. The way that Bobby Nix asked. And Bobby Nix took a bite and he said, no. 
No. <laughs> Not good enough for one Bobby Nix. Right? No. They that's a that's a bad cut for whoever made this video. I want to know what followed the no. Because I'm going to give Bob Nicholson the credit that he didn't just go, nope, and throw the burger <laughs> against the wall. I think he did. Well, I think he did. It's funny that you make it again. <laughs> Get the shit out of my face. Well, he did. The thing is, Steve, he does, in fact, um... Uh, go into the corrections. This is where we get the correction. Oh, okay. So, so okay. it's not. It's not, I it's not really a bad no, edit. Yeah. No, that's a bad pinch. Sorry. We didn't try this, eh? Okay. Bob sauce and some mustard. This just has class. So I think we're gonna. So hold on. So he did. He didn't do the Bob sauce and the mustard, and then he's holding a bun and saying how much class the bun has. Now I'm it also what, looking Steve? at has, the. What, what's the bun have? Uh, it's a really good what bun. What does the bun have? It has bread. Oh! <laughs> I couldn't get arrested. All right. We got a little spicy taste overall because we're taking the jalapenos too. We're getting there, chef. Yes, sir. Cheers. Thank you. There we go. He likes it. What do you think? Awesome. I think there's a winner. I think it's a signature Bobby. Hey, we got her, baby. We got her. Something special, you can't get it anywhere else. Bobby Nicks has picked out the items that he wants in there. This is the chef. This is our uh, fourth burger uh, that we looked at. This is gonna have a little bit of a bite, there's no question. It's gonna be a winner. Are you kidding me? It's gonna be a winner. Basically, you can kind of go through and say, you know what, I like that bun, but I like that cheese, and I like that sauce you put on that one, and then we'll just kind of conform that one up to a Bob's signature burger. All these ingredients, things that are local to Canada, local to Edmonton and put them out there for uh, Bobby Nix to give a try. You know what? It's certainly for adults that like beer with the jalapenos. If you want to take the jalapenos off, you can. Try it first and then take it off the next time. Now, now... For adults who like beer, children who like beer might not like this burger. Yeah, no. Uh, but I, this is where the video gets fun for me because it, it, it has a bit of a lull there. I'll, I'll admit. Okay. But there's a reason why we're going through this methodically. Okay. Because sometimes in a movie you have to see some of the boring stuff to see the amazing well, grand climax. Sh- should I give my thoughts before we get to the climax? I would love that because my thoughts are, I, I think I owe Bobby Nixon apology. Really? A why? little bit. This we thought Jesse and I. Thought he just walked in there. Mm-hmm. This is my burger. Took a picture with it and then walked out. And the chef did all the work. No, no, no. He showed that chef what's what. It was the fourth burger he tried. You saw the effort, love, and care he put into uh-huh. it. As the chef cut up all the vegetables, grilled everything, and hold oh. on. And I might, I might want you to hold on to that comment because when it comes to the bacon, Bobby is. Very specific. The that he picked out is just great because it's all over the place. It's smoky from the bacon. We've got just the right fat, amount of fat content from the cheese, Hang and on, the, we'll mayo, get there. the mustard vinegar. The mustard's gonna cut it really well. The bacon. What was the? What was the? That's pan- a pancetta bacon. It's made with white wine. Yeah, you know what? I thought it was a little too powerful. Uh, you, you're buying a burger for the burger. He went for the. Uh, Regular bacon loaded up. So he's got high end pancetta <laughs> bacon made with white wine.
brand. And Bob's like, no, no, no. Compliments brand, bro. Give me that Kirkland. Give me Put that, this shit on it. Give me the bacon that doesn't taste like anything because no one's buying the burger for the bacon How taste anyway. How much is going to cost the Edmonton Oilers to make this bacon every day? Let's go with the regular one. A lot less. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't have that fancy pan shut a burger or bacon. Fresh veggies can't go wrong. And then, of course, the uh, signature Bobby Nick's sauce that we specialize Which is probably Thousand Island 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 Island. 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 dressing. Just gave him a little bit of what the secret sauce should be. And we nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Just makes a burger burst out, actually. We have this, like I said, world-class menu. We need signature items in there, okay? So what better to have a world-class person, a classy person like Bobby Nix, to have a signature item? So there you go. I, Bobby you know next, what, everybody, Bobby next. I he he made the damn thing. Mm-hmm. He was insistent. They called it a signature burger. After seeing all the notes he put in, I gotta say it's signature. And at the end of the video, I want the damn thing. Do you really? I, I, I want the damn I, thing. I just, by the way, the Bobby Nix. Bobby Nix. I'm Team Bobby Nix. Um, there was uh, the high five count. I believe was at least four. Oh, he fi- high five the chef four times. The 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 dad high five. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, is always too high. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the dad is looking down. Yes. Because he can't make eye contact because it's an awkward moment. But he's got to go all the way up here. It's yeah. It's brutal. I may have given a few. You know, I watched this whole video going. How much did it cost to put this video together? Thousands. No. No. But I just thought, like, I was like, we're making a video about a burger at a stadium. Like, are we serious? It's a commercial. I think that's thousands of dollars. You gotta pay the chef overtime to come in and shoot this stupid video. You gotta pay the chef. But you the chef was going to get paid anyway. The, 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 the filming, the editing, the equipment, the host. The host. They but, had a host for that. But I the think editing. they have Oilers TV, yeah. though. So if this is anything like Leafs TV, right? You got you, you your host already, of course, but you're paying for that. Um, you got your cameraman. You got someone to edit it, too. So you got at least three people involved, probably a producer. There's four, right? Sometimes the host is the producer or the camera person is the producer, um, depending on how large your operation is. I don't think that was an egregiously expensive video. I, you know what, man? You're you're trying, but no, I'm Team Oilers on this wow, one. Wow. I am Team Oilers on this wrong. one. I mean, no, <laughs> I am absolutely not. What hour the, the pan should have you told me. I will fly to Edmonton. <laughs> Oh, I want a Bobby Nix burger. Dad, I I will high-five Bobby Nix without eye contact, (laughs) and I will buy his burger with my own money. Do you think I'll try to get it for free first, and then I will eat it and enjoy it. Do you think Bob Nicholson shares this video with his family? Like, look, like, I really made a burger. Like, I think he absolutely takes a picture of the link and texts it to his family. (laughs) Um, I don't know if he shared the link with his family. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, you can tell the man's excited, which I appreciate, because, boy, Edmonton has been, been a morose place lately, but there's a lot of good going on there. Um, I the believe way, they're near the top of the standings, uh, they along are. with the Canucks and Habs Edmonton, and everyone else we make Edmonton, fun Edmonton, top of the West, Montreal, top of the East. Amazing. So It's going to stay that way Amazing. all season long. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam W-Y-L-D-E and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.